What's up, fam? It's your girl, Brianna Sharif, and you're about to listen to All in the Fam. Let's get to it. Hey fam, it's your girl Brianna Cherie and it's Black History Month and you know what that means, another Black History special. This time there will be a two-part special where I will be speaking to Paris Garner and Kamari Robinson, two Black queens. So last episode I spoke to Paris about mental health in the Black community and this episode I get to speak to Kamari who is also on the fam's content director. And we are going to be talking about intergenerational healing within the black community. So look, y'all, we all know 2020 put us through the ringer, social activism, a pandemic, a dumbass president, and all the dumbass politics that came along with the year. Personally, 2020 was the year where I had to prioritize my mental health above all. So thankfully, this year in 2021, I am able to manifest a healthy thought process and practices from the get-go. This two-part special will be dedicated to discussing the importance of mental health within the Black community. Our Black men and women have been stigmatized for so long and we stigmatize ourselves. It's time to confront these internal battles. For too long, Black women have been too strong. We are allowed to break down and cry, you guys. And for too long, Black men have been bottling up their feelings. Look, you guys can be vulnerable as well. So being the ideal black woman, black man, excuse me, kings and queens, leaves negative ramifications, many of which are generational and passed down. So let's be the generation of black folk that takes their mental health seriously and account for our feelings. Because just like our lives, our feelings are valid and matter. I just want to state a disclaimer. The recorded conversation with Kamari failed to record the entire first half due to lack of storage. We love to see it. So I'm going to briefly explain the points and topics we covered before you hear the second half of the recording. Also, bear with the audio during the conversation. It is recorded over Zoom. We all know how Zoom can be. So with that being said, let's get to it. In this Black History Month special, Kamari and I discuss the underlying issues within the Black community, the great aspects about the community, and solutions to take action. Kamari is the content director of All in the Fam, and it was so great to speak with her on this episode. Normally, she's behind the scenes managing and planning content for the upcoming season, but I personally wanted her to use her voice on the platform. So if there's one thing Black folks need, it is to have each other. We need community. The community needs all of us. What we put into the community is what we give out to our culture. But community is only the umbrella of our unified blackness, I guess you can say. There are other factors that black folks need to value in order to build our community. So what are those values? Well. In this episode, we discuss that those values to build a community is self-love, support, protection, knowledge, and leadership. I'm going to say it one more time so you can write it down. 
What are the values needed to build the black community? We say that it's self-love, support, protection, knowledge, and leadership. Now, Kamari and I went in depth discussing our critiques and solutions of having self-love, but as y'all heard in disclaimer, the recording stopped. So to briefly explain, in order to have community, we must look internally first. What we think about ourselves and how we treat ourselves on the personal level will affect how we treat our people on the interpersonal level. We must treat our own selves with respect, affirm positivity, and manifest great things. In return, we can give that same energy to other black folk. No more this light skin this, dark skin that. No more classism, ghetto versus educated, or she wears her natural hair, or she read rock and weaves. No more, oh, you, you talk, you have too much slang, or you talk white. Look, jokes aside, we all know that there's stereotypes and jokes. We can laugh. Just know that stereotypes are half-truths. They're not the whole truth. We can't allow stereotypes and pettiness and judgments bring our character down and pull our people down. We can't do that no more. Black folks are not monolithic. Though we do have shared experiences and cultural relatability with one another, many of us are different from each other. And we need to embrace our differences. We need to love our differences. Love yourself so you can love others. Black folk, look, self-love is more than the physical. It's listening to your judgments, to your emotions, to your body. It's resting, relaxing, having confidence, and most importantly, protecting your joy. Not happiness, joy. If we do this on a personal level, then our black community becomes a family. And with, and with that comes support. So let's pick up where Kamari and I left off. Support in the black community. Enjoy. Leading up to our third point, which is lack of support. So mm. if, if, certain black folks don't value community then you know good and well they're struggling internally with their self-love with those internal ba mm -hmm. battles which leads to they're not going to support old boy down the street who's trying to start up a business you and i mm -hmm. started a business branding and marketing boutique agency diet creative shout out <laughs> we nice. started shout a business. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we started a business in the middle of a pandemic and why did we do it? Because we wanted to help small businesses. We wanted to help creators. We wanted to help entrepreneurs. So we put our brains together and figure out how can we uplift not only anybody who needs our services, but especially Black people. Because this mm. year, so many people black people are starting businesses and we love to see it in a year where we shouldn't really be starting businesses in the first place that right there that's support mm -hmm. make a service business to help and uplift other black businesses but again it's not as a whole 
there's still that lack of support. We are so quick to go to Gucci, so quick to go to Dior, (laughs) the same brand you brought up earlier, so quick to, I don't even know, just all these lavish brands, which, okay, cool, wherever you want to funnel your money is where you want to funnel your money. But if some, if you have, if you see a, a, a black woman who has her own clothing line, why don't you want to support it? Mm-hmm. Oh, she didn't respond to my Facebook message, so I'm not gonna, so what, what, yeah. really, really, it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting that we're still finding ourselves to be judgmental when it comes to black businesses and it doesn't even have to be businesses mm-hmm. in general it can be family members going through mm-hmm. hardships so what what's your take on just well i would just say that during support. this process of the different protests and stuff going on definitely during this year it has been a trend to support black businesses or you know share them on social media but I don't want it to be a trend just for this year. I want it to be mm-hmm. something that we carry out throughout the years. You know, there are different, right, as a value, as a culture, like we need to continue mm-hmm. doing that. That shouldn't just be because, oh, it's a wave to support them now. It should be like that always. So I think that one thing that I am making sure that I look at now is that I'm looking at the brands that I have around me. Like my mom has makeup around me, Juvia's palette. Uh, or place or palace or whatever that that's a black owned makeup company you know different um candle places and things like that you want to make sure that these are the brands that you're looking for uh skincare I use brown sugar beauty I found her while we were promoting black businesses earlier on this year and or early on last year yeah it was last year and just trying out their products and seeing how they work there um, it's something that I think the black community needs to do and make it pivotal into what we're doing as well, because the black dollar is very important. You know, a lot of companies and the companies who aren't, you know, black owned, they live off of our dollars. So why not put mm. that money back into our own community and, you know, upstage those other, you know, brands that are, they don't care about, you know, equality or don't care about cultural values or anything like that let's make our um our culture and our businesses thrive just as much as they thrive but Mm -hmm. I think that one of the reasons or a couple of the reasons why they don't um thrive as much as they can is of course because you said earlier uh black people are very judgmental if you don't like how something is being done or you see somebody you're like why are they doing that Oh, that's ghetto. Mm-mm. They they could have did something better, but it's like, what are you doing? If the what trend is not there, if the trend is right. not there, then the dollars are not going to go there. Right. And it's like, instead of you criticizing what another person is doing, why don't you uplift them? You know, I, I and I was one of those people too. I'm not afraid to admit it. You know, so yeah, things where I'm like, oh, that. they could have. Right. And it's like, oh, they could have did that a little bit better. But it's like, what am I doing to, you know, help that? So I think that's another reason why we started Diet Creative, another plug, um, because we wanted to have <laughs> black, <laughs> black companies improve themselves and just to be better with their marketing and their branding and to keep up with these other brands that are doing stuff out here. But another 
reason why I feel like the black community does not support as much either is because some of these black businesses have just not gotten it together. Now this could be a whole nother episode, but we got a few points here. Um, whew. When it comes to black businesses, there is a big factor in customer support or just, um, what is the word? Customer satisfaction or just anything regarding the customer. Client relations. Yeah, client relations, those big words, whatever. I was trying to think of something (laughs) that we all say, but I can't remember the word. It's gone now. Um, but yeah, it's the relationship that the company has with the client. A lot of these black owned companies don't know how to reach out to different customers. They don't know customer loyalty or they don't know uh, customer. What is the word? I know people are going to say it while I'm listening. Retention? No. What is it? Customer representative? Like what are I had this word before. All I, right, this turn I don't want y'all to think that I'm slow. Right. I don't want y'all to think that I'm slow. It's just the, it's the way that we handle customers. We are not the best at that. You know, when we call and it's, people have attitudes and shit like that. Like, who wants to talk to you if you have an attitude? Who wants to talk to you if your business is unorganized? If you're not going to put the time and dedication into your business, why am I supporting you? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of black people get into that one. I ain't going to support them because they ain't get it together. They called me and hung up on me and didn't do that. Okay. What we need to do now is... Not helping especially, the problem. Right. It's not helping it. Because obviously, if they weren't taught how to mm. run their business, they're not going to know how to give you the best customer experience you should have. Some people don't know how to do that. They just know what they're doing and put it in a building and then that's it they don't know how to respect you or they don't know how to talk to you or they don't know how to deal with that and then on top of that they have the bills that they have to take care of they have um employees they have other things going on in their lives so that isn't key on top of their list like it should be but if again i always look at a problem and then try to help with a solution their problem is if they don't have or they weren't taught it they're not going to be able to put that out there so I would just say for other businesses to learn, take different, there are so many online classes now, um, us that help smaller businesses um, with your marketing, your branding, and just your client relations, because if you don't have clients, you don't have a business. So you have to know how to treat those people, but black people also need to know how to respectively tell people, okay, critique. I'm not trying to disrespect you, but this is what you can do better. Mm-hmm. And leave it at that. And if that person wants to take that advice, let them take it. But don't tear down or judge them or go on Yelp and give them these rude-ass reviews. And they only messed up by giving you a different side that you asked for. You know what I'm saying? Like, black people can get petty. So right. you want to make sure that you inform people and let them know what they are doing wrong and what they can do better but you know black businesses and how they can do better is a whole nother segment so i'm not gonna get into that but uh anymore but there's different ways on how we can support black businesses as well so you can buy from them instead of company chains um if you don't have the funds which is 
pretty much it's okay like i don't have the funds all the time i can't buy everything i see i want to badly but i have a budget so i have to stay in that so what i'm learning to do is to share their posts on social media sharing on social media gets other people to see it so that if those people have are more fortunate to be able to pay for or invest into that business they can um you can also recommend black businesses to people who are looking for the service so let's say Brianna is trying to have like a hair removal and she doesn't like, you know, the razor that she's using. She's just over it. I just saw this black company who has like this clay hair removal that I purchased. I want to try, but that's something that, you know, word of mouth, I'm telling you that, you know, so there's different ways that, you know, black people can show up, you know, you can donate to them if you have, you know, the funds to do so, but don't criticize them. You know what I'm saying? Give them compliments right. and give them notes on what they can do in terms of improvement. But, you know, a compliment and a word of mouth and, and sharing and all of these things can go a long way. So I think that in terms of support, we could do better, mm -hmm. you know, just, just, just do better as a whole. But I cannot say or stress enough that we have improved. I just oh, yeah. don't want this to be a trend for this, you know, year. And then once outside opens back up, everybody's on a, you know, on a bullshit from before. No, continue right. to keep supporting these brands and, you know, getting these company chains who don't value you and who don't value mm. us as a culture and get them out of here and start getting these brands who actually do care about different cultures and different skin colors and, you know, different values yeah. and things and get those businesses up. So, right. A couple, a yeah. couple points on that. Just to clarify for the listeners, when we are specifically with black businesses, the black businesses that we're critiquing on lack of client relations and satisfaction, that's a small majority, a very small majority of black businesses. And black businesses are already a small majority of businesses as a whole in this country. So we're critiquing a stereotypical problem that speaks loud. For black mm -hmm. businesses, but be because there's so many black businesses who do have great client relations, client satisfaction, it's the ones that don't that really kind of taints the whole down. group. Because yeah. when people, with people who don't, who people who are narrow-minded and judgmental, don't buy black, that's what they think of. So that's why they don't mm -hmm. because they don't know of the amazing black companies out there. Um, and another thing that I wanted to say is I'm kind of tired of the excuses of, well, black owned businesses aren't just, they're not well off. They're not well known because it's not taking a village to get them known. Mm -hmm. We have to be a village to literally share all these black businesses. And finally, in 2020 and 2021, we're finally doing that. Mm -hmm. Finally doing that. But as you say, let's not go and revert and go back and put all our dollars into these companies that feed off of our culture, mm -hmm. that feed off of our dollars. Because clearly, we make Nike big. We make mm -hmm. Patron and all these other alcoholic brands big. We make these mm -hmm. car brands big. Mercedes-Benz, mm -hmm. Audi, I did a, an analytical report in college. 
guess who their number one demographic is? People who purchase Black their cars. People. Black people. Black people barely make up a big percentage of wealth in this country. So don't tell me that we don't have the dollars to support our community. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Sorry for cursing, Mom. We do. And and then there's, oh, capitalism is bad, da 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 da, da. There needs to be change in capitalism 100%. But being in this country, you can you can literally make something of yourself for capitalism. And we can definitely build our communities if we all participate mm-hmm. and support each other, support our businesses, the mom and pop shops in our communities. Chicago is one of the most segregated yet diverse cities. You go to Ukrainian Village, you'll go to uh, Hilston, you'll go to Chinatown. All these towns or these neighborhoods in Chicago have cultural identities. Mm-hmm. Hilston, all Mexican, all Mexican businesses, Chinatown, Chinese businesses, Ukrainian village, Ukrainian. You go to the South Side, all black. It's there. It's there. Ooh, we got Let's some good food. Oh, oh yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, hey, it's, it's, a, it's Chicago Black Restaurant Week. Shout out your favorite Chicago Black restaurant. Ooh. Um, damn, you put me on the spot. Uh, ooh, I don't know their name. Oh. Oh, I should have got this out beforehand. Oops. We gonna put it in the comment section though. They make some bomb sandwiches. I can't remember their names, and I am so sorry. I am so so so. <laughs> I am so sorry, but I cannot remember their names right now. But let, just know, I'm a. I'm, we gonna put y'all onto it. I'm gonna put it in the stories, and I'm gonna make sure they get a shout out. I hope they have Instagram. I know they're on Facebook, but I, I honestly do not remember their names right now. But they have some bomb sandwiches. They got the spicy sandwich too. Um, and it's like sub sandwiches. So if you don't want to go to um, Subway, which has had a lot of legal issues and they don't even got the $5 foot long. Sorry, I don't think Subway is good. Subway is nasty as hell to me. I'm sorry, mama and grandma, whoever else listening. <laughs> they are nasty. And whoever eat that, y'all are nasty. But I ain't gonna judge y'all. Y'all just, I don't like that palate. That's nasty. But yeah, um, if you don't want to eat there, they are a black um, owned company as well. Um, there is also, you could tell yours. I'm going to look up this other one and see if I can name them real quick because okay, I want to name one. I love, I went there last summer. It was actually one of the first dates that me and Bree went on. We went to Can't Believe It's Not Meat in Hyde Park. Oh my Mm. gosh. It's vegan and vegetarian and like the name states, I could not believe it was not meat. I had a chicken sandwich. First of all, I know, take my black card, but I hate fried chicken. Stereotypically, yes, I hate fried chicken. Go ah. ahead, whatever. But when I had the fried, quote unquote, fried chicken, I can't believe it was not meat. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so good. So check them out. Can't believe it's not meat. They're in Hyde Park, and they just opened up a new location in Orland Park. So if you figure out another one, the restaurant. I'm gonna name one. I'm going to name one, but I'm going to put that sandwich one on the stories, y'all, so make sure y'all go and look at the stories. Uh, but Epic Nutrition, um, they are in 
Homewood on Dixie Highway. Um, they make uh, protein shakes. Um, they have like Herbalife Nutrition and healthy lifestyle drinks and things like that that you can have after and before you work out. Um, they also have like uh, vitamin shots, uh, but they're like jello shots. Um, my mom goes there every morning, promotes them all the time. Their shakes are so good. Their um, drinks are so good as well. So if you want to go to Epic Nutrition in Homewood on Dixie Highway, make sure you check them out. I think they're going to be expanding soon. So just check out for other uh, locations, but they are really, really good. But yeah, I'm going to get that sandwich place. I feel so bad. I can't remember that name, but I love y'all. Hey guys, real quick. I want to let you guys know about this amazing podcast that I listen to called Black Girl in Ohm, hosted by Lauren Ash. Lauren speaks to a plethora of wellness and spirit-centered guests across various industries to talk all things self-care, self-love, spiritual awakening, intergenerational healing, and more. Black Girl in Ohm is creating space for Black women to breathe easy. Their vision is to have a world where women of color are liberated, empowered, and seen. So this Black History Month, if you're looking for other Black-owned podcasts or podcasts that talk about the Black experience, definitely check out Black Girl and Ohm. Black men, you guys can also listen to this too. If you want to hear how our perspective is on things, on healing and spirituality, you guys can definitely listen to this podcast too, even if you're not Black. Again, this is Black History Month. We are using this month to educate, empower, and have great conversations so check out black girl in um you can find the podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast follow them on instagram at black girl in om om is spelled o-m okay back to the conversation let's get into it let's get into it mm. 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 well we finna critique it we finna Ooh. critique it and y'all just gonna have to sit there and get through it. Get through it. Lack of protection in the black community. Mm. Mm. Black men and women, whether you're straight, gay, by any other label identity, because there's so many letters in the alphabet soup now. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to protect each other. Stand up for mm-hmm. each other. Okay. Whether you are a Muslim black person, a Christian black person, black person who believes in horoscopes, because <laughs> every black girl. person, I'm a Sag, <laughs> we need to support each other, protect each other. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Okay. When it comes to competing for positions in the workplace. If it's baby mama, baby daddy issues, you need to figure out how to work together separately. Okay. The family dynamic in the black community, oof, it needs some work. It needs some work. And kind of tricky because I'm gay, but like it just needs family in the black community. Whether it's two dads, two moms, a mom and a dad, we have to be there for our children. Mm-hmm. We have to. Homophobia, transphobia, 
That can't that cannot be a thing. You can you can you you don't have to agree with it. You don't have to acknowledge it, but you don't have to make a phobia about it. Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's your black brother and sister or whatever they identify as. <laughs> Exactly. They're still human. Exactly. Like you, you wouldn't want someone that you love and that might, you know, be gay or trans to be treated the way that you know they're being treated now. As a black community, we already get treated a certain way. So why should we make people in our own community feel a certain way just because we don't understand what they're mm-hmm. going through? It's it's kind of contradicting on what's already going on. We shouldn't play into that. It's very toxic and it's it's not the free world and united world that we live in that we should be doing that and just in the in the culture we shouldn't do that either it's just not exactly. positive like we said before how we're supposed to give out positivity we may not understand or like the same thing but don't make somebody feel less than or you're above them because you are a certain way or you don't understand it exactly like literally specifically on homophobia transphobia like you have to set aside your ego so you Mm -hmm. don't belittle people because you're you're literally just putting fuel on the fire Mm -hmm. like okay cool you don't agree with what they're doing okay go look in the mirror sir Mm -hmm. you have seven baby mamas and cheating on your wife but because she's a woman married to a woman and you have seven baby mamas cheating on your wife, but you go to church on Sundays. Like, what? Make it make sense. Make it make sense when it comes to... You know, to... things would just be better if people just mind their own business. You don't got to worry about what they do in the bedroom yep. or what, they're, what they have under their pants or skirt. Um, <laughs> it, it shouldn't affect you. Like, that. you're not... I'm sorry, uh, but you're not eating where they shit and you're not you know you're not around them you're not all you got to do is be cordial you don't have to wait you don't have to do all that extra stuff it's, it's not needed. you don't live with them right but here's my thing lgbt black folk they go to school they go to job or they go to work they watch movies they cook they have houses like I don't see the issue. And if we people get past that, that, right? they'll understand that a lot of people, those same people who you dislike or you don't understand, y'all have values. Like, y'all mm-hmm. like the same things. Y'all have right. things in common. So get to know the person past their sexuality and whatever their choice is to be on this earth or whatever and just see them as the human that they are. You don't have to do anything you know, be rude, or if you don't understand it, even with the baby mama, baby daddy stuff, like, I don't want to talk too much on that, but, because I know how to mind my business, but it's the way that you conduct yourself as well, like, we don't have to judge them so much, because a lot of people do go through stuff, you was in love at one point, or, you know, y'all liked each other enough to lay in the bed and have a baby together, but at the end of the day, it is about the child, You, you have now brought this child into this earth so don't bring your business or anything to social media and people should not be judgmental that sometimes people gotta go through that crazy period of time to you know mm-hmm. understand how petty they're acting you know what I'm saying it's it's another thing in terms of judgment as well like I would like people to act a certain way 
but I can't expect people to act the way that I want them to act. You know, some people just have to learn it on their own time. So, you know, there are certain things that, you know, in the Black community we can look out for and just be mindful of, but just in our own way handle it, but respectfully. Because at the the end of the day, these people... Okay. Okay, so I think just maintaining respect whether you're, you know, gay or straight, if you're trans, if you're not in love with each other anymore, but y'all can't stand each other, but y'all need to still do it for <laughs> the child, y'all still need to maintain respect for each other. You know what I'm saying? You don't have nobody talk to them crazy when you see it happen on the street, or you don't allow a woman to be disrespected by mm-hmm. someone that you see like you need to stand up for that and you know the more people see that you know that is not allowed they'll continue to put that on to the next person I think that black Mm -hmm. people don't realize how influential they are um especially to their own community like when y'all see something y'all if y'all think that that's right or that's how it's supposed to be done now the next person or even children when you're Mm -hmm. teaching them this they know how to now take this into when they get older as well so if you just show the amount of respect and to protect each other while you're you know you might have disagreements you may not agree on the same thing but as long as you respect and protect respect and protect we're gonna put that on t-shirt respect and protect each other Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day like you don't have to agree on everything you don't have to be the same person I'm not gonna like what you like you're not gonna like what I like it is what it is but that doesn't mean I should disrespect you any type of way or you should disrespect me. And yeah. I shouldn't allow any other piece or any other person that I know, or if I'm around it, I shouldn't allow anybody to disrespect you. I should call them out on their bullshit and be like, hey, you wrong. Yeah. You wrong for that. So yeah. Um it's just we have to we just we have to get rid of tribalism and combativeness. We have to get yeah. rid of it. You know look the sentiment I ain't getting into the organization. The sentiment, the statement, the meaning, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. They can't only matter when it's a white cop killing a black male. They have to matter right. when it's a white cop killing a black woman, when it's mm-hmm. a black trans woman or man being mm-hmm. murdered by a black man. They have to matter when it's a teenager shooting another black teenager but in crossfire it's a little black boy girl. It has to matter when a black woman is being disrespected at work and you as a black male co-worker have to stand up for it. Mm-hmm. It matters. Our lives matter all the time and we have to matter to each other. Right. Have to. It's that simple. And it can't just be a damn hashtag. We have to put action behind our sentiments because Mm -hmm. if we truly do value black lives matter which you and i do it's because that we show it we prove it i'm out here in the communities volunteering my time Mm -hmm. i'm having tough conversations even though i'm a gay black woman i'll uplift any black man who's who's doing good you know mm-hmm. that that that's what love is mm-hmm. and again going back going up the funnel because i had that self-love i'm 
I'm definitely going to spew that out to our people. Mm-hmm. That's that. And just breaking the cycle, like, it just, it needs to stop here. Like, you know, you can care about another Black person. I think that's another thing in the Black community that in protection, we haven't really been protected ourselves. So, again, mm-hmm. like, there's also a problem. Like I said before, I look at, you know, the problem and the solution, the problem is we haven't been protected. So yep. how are we as Black people going to know how to protect another person? And if you know that what you're doing, like, let's say, for example, protecting your sister, if somebody chooses to bully her or helping your brother out, if somebody says something to him, that's protection. You know, you're protecting someone. Apply that to somebody that you don't know. And then watch how that rolls out because you'll see other people will see how you're doing that and then they'll be like okay so we know that that's not right we should do that too or I've seen that before it's in the back of people's conscience it's there you'll be like dang should I say something should I say something and then you say something and then it's like okay these people know not to do that no more but you have to be willing to protect each other in in so many ways and just break the cycle of oh it's just me and mm-hmm. me and mine it's like no like we're a community if you want to be a community you have to protect everybody and that's not we saying have, that we have to oh, get rid to just... of we have... I was saying that we have to get rid of I live on this side of the neighborhood right. and you live on that side of the neighborhood because like if you go if you literally go back in history the reason gangs that's what they're called now that's what they are now they were community watch groups because the white oppressors would literally go into the black communities. Hello, the Tulsa massacre. Hello. If y'all don't know about the Tulsa massacre, Black Wall Street, a time where black people were thriving in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. White people were fed up when it went in there one day, just killed everybody. Killed everybody. So because of that, there were black community watch groups in the neighborhoods turned into the Black Panthers. They weren't these, they they were radical, yeah, sure, but the the moral and the sentiment, the very base level of the Black Panthers and these watch groups were to feed the black people, educate the black mm-hmm. people. If they didn't have resources, they would go out and get the resources for them. But because our leaders died, were killed off by the FBI, then gangs nah. happened. Rugs were planted. And then that's how gangs formed. Like, it's so sad how we had it. We had it. Mm-hmm. But then our leaders died. And we'll get, that's the next thing. We'll get into that. And we, but now going forward, we don't have to be a part of the Bloods and the Crips. You can literally just be. Brianna, who lives in Romeoville, can support somebody on the South Side. Mm-hmm. To see true protection, I think white people need to volunteer more. That's the solution right there. I know it's COVID. Mm-hmm. We can volunteer. I've been volunteering. Wear a mask. You can still volunteer. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm fortunate enough to live in a beautiful community where Romeoville is actually a lot of black people in Bolingbrook. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a lot of affluent black folk out here. But I'm at a I'm at a point in my life where I'm privileged where I can go and help others who are less fortunate. 
I go mm-hmm. on the south side and west side. That that's community. Getting out of my comfort zone and going to a food pantry, shoveling snow for the elderly on the south side of Chicago. That's how you protect each other. Mm-hmm. Going into these no-kill zones on the south side and west side and helping walk these kids across the street out of school. Mm-hmm. That's protection right there. And thank you to all of the, the people that are doing that because mm-hmm. there have been people that have been looking out for us since we were kids um, doing yeah. stuff like that and supporting us and giving back. And they didn't have to but they did. And in a way they looked at us as their kids. So if somebody has been like that or a figure like that to you in your lifetime, you can also be that to somebody else, no matter how old they are. Um, Just connecting with them, engaging in them and mentoring, especially with black men, like, oh my goodness, uh, you all are very influential as well. And a lot of these, we mentioned earlier, there are a lot of, you know, single um parents that you know a lot of them are working all of the time and a lot of them are single moms and you'll hear a lot in the black community if you watch these um tv shows or uh ayana fix my life and things like that you'll hear her speak about that you know the black women you know it's not that she doesn't know how to raise a black man but they need black men to help raise black men not all the time mothers know what to do once they get to a certain age and you have young men out who who are hurt or who are confused or don't know what the next steps are you know in life and just to help them mentor them and give them different outlooks on life instead of just death or jail you know that can help expand you know the black community as well so being able to you know step in and just be a voice for them to hear that it's not you know their mother or you know the women in their life having another male that they can look up to is very pivotal to young males oh yeah mentoring man there's so many programs and organizations where if you're a young black girl black boy lgbt youth if you are in a STEM program, athletics, if you are blessed with a gift of knowledge to mentor somebody, please do it. Please consider it. If you're an introvert, then go online. Be in these community, uh, go on Reddit like or any of these type of platforms where people can express themselves online how can you give your knowledge how can you mentor somebody like that you know you can make um, a class you can go on youtube yeah. and if you don't like being in front of people film it beforehand and still put it out it's still valuable information that people can hear exactly. or take into their life and you know apply it and that can help as well like don't ever think that anything that you're doing is too little or not enough because in some type of way you are affecting somebody and making them a better person whether you think it's enough or not absolutely so not everything is going to be hands-on either especially if we're in the middle of a pandemic and it's not going anywhere so we have to find different ways on how to be creative to be able to reach to these other 
young people or the people in the black community. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Protection. The ways we can protect black people is more than just fighting for them physically. Mm-hmm. It's shoveling their driveways when they need it. It's being a person of guidance. It's standing up for them when somebody says some shit to them. It's so many things that we can do to protect each other. And that segues in to what what knowledge do we have to give? Because it takes one to know one and it takes somebody to go through it and share and let them know, you know what? This is how you do it. I'm gonna protect mm-hmm. you from not going to jail because you know what? That's not the only route. Did you know that? Oh, you didn't? I do know that. So I'm going to tell you, you can do this, 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 and this. You don't have to be on the corner selling that. And thankfully, in our generation, man, and the generation before us, we are transitioning to sharing our knowledge, especially when it comes to financial wealth, mm-hmm. mental health, those, those two right there. Yeah. Financial wealth, mental health. That there's so many people on platforms creating classes, courses, YouTube channels that are sharing this knowledge to people right there. So so let's get into knowledge. Kamara, let's let's have you start out. Yeah, so one of our uh production assistants, uh Brianna, wrote out this good quote and it's my beautiful you don't know oh yeah put that plug in (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what did she put you don't know what you don't know so let that sink in like you you can't know something if you don't know it pretty much if you needed a better understanding so pretty much how do you set yourself free if you don't know what you're changed to or you're chained to we as a community have been conditioned to take in enough information to get a job done but not enough to be able to seek freedom in aspects of our lives so um one of the questions that we had on here is what can we do or what do we need to know to take control of our lives back you know um when we were brought here um because we did not start off as slaves that's one thing that you know my church has taught us, so I want to continue to put that out to other people. We were not we were slaves. kings and queens, we, damn it. We were kings and queens. We were living our best lives. We were doing what we needed to do, but um, we were not taught, and we are continuously not taught the correct history of Black history. You know, we're not given, we weren't given the opportunities to create wealth for ourselves or to have the proper knowledge we were pretty much given the scraps um from other people and we had to basically make you know lemonade out of the lemons that was given to us so and just to get by but you know I think as of now we're not okay with that and we're we're tired of that you know what am I trying to say we're tired of that that option like that that's not an option yeah that ideology we're not we're not going for that anymore you know we struggle a lot with 
you know, our identity and who we are and, you know, remembering where we're coming from. And that's not okay with us anymore. And I think that's something that we definitely need to, you know, seek knowledge on and, and get to know. And you can always just continue to be a student and, you know, taking control of the content that you take in. So don't always take something in that you read as to reality or the truth. You know, do your research, do your read more you know, than due the diligence. Headline. Right. Read more than the headline because a lot of y'all, especially on Facebook, y'all be sharing these things that ain't true. And I'll be blocking y'all or putting y'all on mute because I don't want to read all that. Like it's, it's, it's some of it's negative. Some of it ain't got nothing to do with the topic that's on there. You just have to open it up and read. And a lot of y'all don't read. Y'all just see the first line and just believe anything that y'all see. So that needs to stop. You need to go deeper into your knowledge bank and and gain more and it's so many opportunities that have been given to us like podcasts like people sleep on podcasts like our podcast right now we're talking about you know the different things or the problems that we have within our community and what we can do better um there's different podcasts on how to start investing how to find time for yourself what it's like to start a business so there's a lot of people out here telling y'all y'all need llc y'all need to stop doing this well there are people that can explain to you what you're supposed to do afterwards. That can be very um, frustrating. And I understand I've seen yeah, that don't, trend don't on Twitter. Shout out people. Right. People don't like, oh, shout well, at people, but. You could have put that $200 towards the LLC. Some black right. people don't even know what a damn LLC stands for. Right. Limited <laughs> right. liability company. That's what, it, that's what it stands for, y'all. Right. But, like, didn't know. I, I, I can't stand people who do have that knowledge. Yeah. And they just. They use they it give as you the bare like, Oh, you didn't know this? Oh, you didn't know this? Oh, yeah. well, you're on your own. Well, nigga, what? That's not go. That you what? That's Tell not gonna help people. me, right? You like, get, teach me, and I, that's another thing that Black people need to stop doing as well is just expecting people to know different things. Not all of us have been taught this, you know. A lot of people will be like, "You know how to do your taxes?" I am 24 and I do not know how to do my taxes. Yeah, I said it. Have I been taught this in school? No. I've been taught how to do things like the Pythagorean theorem and and uh, why velocity is 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 this and you know it's that stuff ain't well well technically it's important if to TurboTax does your taxes you can do taxes by yourself and see that's the thing a lot of people don't even know about <laughs> they don't even know about TurboTaxes like you have to read and you have to see the different things that's around you so and use those different. Uh, platforms as you know things that can help you but if you have the knowledge help somebody you know what I'm saying or um, if you don't want to listen to other people which is fine that's understandable because some people do get on here and they don't know what they're talking about um, <laughs> read an article or uh, put your interest into a book you know many people in our community don't take the time to read even if it's oh, just like for five minutes or you learn something new every day. Now I'm gonna tell y'all straight up, I don't like reading. I really don't. I rather I'm a I'm like my nana. She always say I'm visual. I don't want to read. No, no. We, we but are so does. opposite. Meanwhile, I have my giant bookcase behind me right, right now. Right, she got a whole bookcase, books next to the bed. I, I no, that ain't me. I don't I don't like all that. But what I am taking in is that you know just reading like for five minutes a day you know, on something that you didn't know about, you know, that, that can be your reading, you know, enhancing your brain, enhancing yourself so that you're more knowledgeable. So if somebody try to talk to you crazy, you could be like, oh no, this is really what it's supposed to be or really what it is. 
um, YouTube. People sleep on YouTube. Y'all can follow mm. us and subscribe to us on there. YouTube <laughs> is so resourceful. It's another, it's pretty much another search engine when you really look at it. Um, yeah. YouTube can be very resourceful. You can learn how to tie your shoe down to how do you add a uh, wallpaper to your wall. Like it's very informational. So if you need to learn something, you can also type it in on YouTube. And yes, when you are learning, I do understand that it can be very overwhelming because I, I feel like with myself, I don't believe that I have been taught the correct way of how to go out or go about my finances. And now my cousin will be a financial um I don't want to say investor. I think financial it's a financial advisor. advisor. That's what it is. See, too many words. But um, she's that. And she has been pivotal in asking me questions that I didn't even know. I didn't know the answers to. So speaking to different people who are Black and who are who do have these different type of uh, occupations can help you as well because I'm pretty sure that they want to see the black community strive as well if you don't know the answers to those questions that you're looking for but you also must start with yourself so you have to not so much critique yourself but just really sit down with yourself and be like what do I know and what don't I know and what do I need to freshen up on so I'm aware um I know finances is one like I spoke of before so maybe like creating a budget for yourself um can help you so just put your bills to the side put how much you make uh google sheets and google uh i mean word excel you can go in there and put that in there you can also go on youtube and learn how to work those if you don't know what we're talking <laughs> about um but there is just so many ways that the black community can educate themselves and we shouldn't just go based off of what we were taught in school because it's not yeah what we were taught in school is not built to help us succeed or learn about our culture or learn what we're supposed to do in this world because honestly if you really look at it some school systems set certain people up to fail and they do mm -hmm. it on purpose so you can rely on certain you know companies like we said before um to help you pay your bills or they don't want you to be so knowledgeable about what you can learn in this world because that that messes what's what's in their pockets and you know it's not necessarily them caring about you being a human or who you are or who you could be or how you could you know make something better for them they're only caring about themselves and we have to stop allowing people to do that to us to take advantage of us to you know sit back and just let people do whatever we can't do that we have to allow ourselves to continue to educate ourselves as well and I'm speaking to myself as well. Like I have to keep educating myself as well. I'm not super, um, I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm not saying I'm dumb either, but <laughs> I'm taking the time out to continue to educate myself on different things about my body, about my health, about my wealth, about businesses, about helping other people, um, about overall how I can be a, a better person. So, right. you know, it's just, educating yourself overall it doesn't necessarily have to be in just finances um you can do oh, it in other aspects of your life as well so it could, it could just be interest honestly it yeah could be so though we have so much access and resources mm -hmm. nowadays because of the internet with that and disclaimer we have to make sure that 
what we're accessing is true because there's a lot of junk out there, you know, so it's kind of tricky to decipher that, but how can knowledge build community? Well, if you know somebody who looks like you, who is black and you are interested in what they do, just ask them. Like Mm -hmm. for instance, for me, I, I work in the STEM field. I work for a tech company for those of you who don't know. So I work for a tech company in Naperville. I work in digital analytics. Come on, I'm about to go see because I'm about to talk about analytics. But I wanted to know more about shut up. I'm a nerd. I wanted to learn more about web development. What what's front end development? Essentially coding. So I looked at uh, our employee directory. I saw a black man who is a software engineer. You know what? I we have this thing called Slack where everybody can talk to each other in our organization. I hit him up. I said, hey, I'm kind of interested in coding. Can you take like some time out of your day um, this week to just tell me about what you do in your department? Boom, that conversation. Now I am starting to learn how to become a front-end web developer because I took the step, the initiative to see who knows what I'm interested in and it went a step further because I'm like, whoa, this is a black mm-hmm. man? Like, they, I don't see many of us in the STEM field, which is mm-hmm. science, technology, engineering, and math. I don't see many of us in that field. And because of that conversation, that sparked something that I didn't even know I was actually kind of good at. And now mm-hmm. here I am, I might change my whole career path. And also from that conversation, we're starting to group together more black people in our company to start a STEM program for the local high schools. Mm. And what we want to do next year, we want to go and visit the black student unions at these high schools and let them know, hey, look, not everybody's going to go to University of Alabama to play football or go to Duke to play basketball. Mm. You don't have to be good at math to be a front-end developer. So that one conversation led us to, you know what, how can we share what we're doing to our youth? So then they, so when they see us, they're like, whoa, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Or, or doctors who do the same thing or graphic designers, whatever, whatever field, whatever thing that you like, see how you can benefit the youth. Especially the black youth, yeah. Especially whatever field it is, that's, and I like that you all are doing that because experiences are knowledgeable as well. Not all the time do you have to read; you can experience yeah. what you're going through. A lot of the time, while I was in college, I realized that, and I'm not trying to disregard, you know, what I've been taught or you know my teachers or anything, but majority of the stuff that I felt like I was taught in college I've already experienced in high school and in the opportunities that my business um classes or courses gave me it was just a little bit more amplified so but in those experiences I felt like I learned better because I can actually see it and I actually did it and I'm actually going through it so now I know what to do instead of just reading it off of a paper so if you're interested in something you can also go and experience it you know, do they have like a uh, little, not webinars, but like different uh, classes and stuff that you can take. Um, 
not too much, but you you pretty much just experience um, what it is or workshops. That's the word I'm trying to say. They have different workshops that you can do uh, to see if you like it. I see a lot of these, uh, especially black women with um, doing the eyelashes, you know, they love those courses. And just to see if you're interested in that, a lot of people really find out how creative they are and then they get into you know makeup and things like that and you could build a brand just off of that it's enough money out here for all of us it's enough opportunity mm-hmm. out here for all of us so just make sure that you you just continue to educate yourself you follow people who inspire you because those people could actually add value to your life and help you decide on what you want to do just like Brianna said how she reached out to somebody at her job you can do that you need to say affirmations about yourself uh, to make you want to continue to educate yourself. You know, don't get so down about what you don't know, but start saying, this is what I'm going to know, or this is what I'm going to learn and how I'm going to take this into the future with me and help others if I choose to do so. Um, mm-hmm. And just bra- embrace yourself, you know, but make sure you definitely look around and um, inform yourself about what's going on. Um, I know we definitely try to inform a lot of people on our platform as well. So make sure you check out um, what we have on here because we help, We I think we had a video on investing and, and things like mm-hmm. that. So we try to make our platform well-rounded to continue to inform. So I think that's the, the main basis of everything that we do with every season is to inform people. So it's Absolutely. it's different opportunities out here. So it's just take it and I promise you, it'll really affect you. Um, right you'll grow from it for sure that that's the thing about knowledge knowledge is growth and Mm -hmm. the more that you can take in knowledge the more you can give knowledge back Mm -hmm. and with that that builds a leader and that in the black community we need leadership we don't need one person to be oh yeah that's a that's king no we don't need one person to be Mm -hmm. leader we can all be leaders right and let me let me look jokingly look jesse jackson and al sharpton they are not our only spokespeople okay <laughs> it is not the 80s it is 2021 i know they're still trying to take on mlk spotlight but look how does this man get to every protest so quickly jesse jackson i swear he is there how old is he because anytime there's a protest or some, he is there with a whole media crew. <laughs> yes, he's um, always on time. I swear. And like white folks, they really think, yeah, that's y'all leader. What? Oh, hold on. Hold on, sis. But that's just respectfully. He's 79. <laughs> he's 79. You Googled it? Yeah, he's. Uh, but that's Ain't just he a Libra, y'all. I'm weak. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> And he we love. No, I'm just playing. We love Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, what they do do for the black community. That's just some light. Yeah, they have been super pivotal. Around. They have, they have. Um, but leadership, like people think, if you are on social media, you got millions, millions of followers, or you are the best athlete in the world. Like, look, LeBron is doing amazing things for the black community, opening up a school, scholarships. Like he. He does it well. Right. But he really does. He's not our leader. And I think more ple- no. more black people need to realize that you sitting at home in your community, you can be a leader. 
people with the biggest platforms don't always have to be our spokespeople. That's all I'm mm-hmm. trying to get at. Though yeah. they are doing amazing things, the true leaders, I feel like, are the ones who are on the ground in our communities making change. And yes, as strong as a with, unit. Exactly. And yes, it's people with big, big platforms who are doing that too, but it's like the people who don't get credit for it. Yeah. Now that takes that takes courage. That yeah. definitely takes courage right there. What do you because think? it's a lot it's a lot to be a leader for an entire black community. Like everybody is not made out to be a, a Martin or a Malcolm or a Jesse yeah. Jackson or a LeBron or anything like that. You know, these people also had to learn from different people as well or their community or the people that, you know, raised them, you know. So I think that for, in terms of leadership, that we work better together. So you take, it's kind of like, okay, so have you seen those shows where they are like, okay, so we like Marvel and stuff like that, y'all. So just bear with me on this. You take, for the Avengers, you take that Captain America is a leader. You take that Tony and and the Hulk, you know, when he's the professor form, not the actual monster or whatever. But you take that they're, you know, scientists, and you have two assassins, and you have, you know, who else is left? I think that's it, right? That's it, right? I know you ain't forgetting about Black Panther. Who? Black Panther. Black Are you Panther? talking about? Well, he's not an original Avengers. Oh, the first okay, one. Okay. Yeah, the first one, the first one, the first one. Now, when everybody, but what I'm trying to, yeah, what I'm trying to just put out is that there are different specialties that each person has to make that group, Mm -hmm. to make that that untouchable, you know, superpower superhero group. So, I might be really good at marketing or being creative. You might be really good at being analytical. You can put that together, and you know strength of something that's why we have our business right now you know what i'm saying so there are different pivotal things about black people and and that's another thing with self-love learn what's the good thing about you or what's so special about you and you can apply that and don't think that it's ever too little or you know you're too late in adding that in no your your specialty matters you know what i'm saying so making sure that you can be reaching a different group that I may not be able to reach, but we all can still work together and then making sure that we're reaching a bigger group in total. So, you know, that is where I think the influence goes and for that. So somebody could be really good, you know, and, and helping with finances and then somebody could help with, you know, getting the homeless off the streets. Somebody could be helping in, um, school districts and somebody could be you know it's different ways that we all can be helping but we need to be able to push behind each other and making sure that that continues and you know that will strengthen our community for sure it doesn't have to be solely on one person because I think that when the black community has one person that person is targeted by other people who are not in our community and they're there to take that person out because they see how influential and how powerful that person is just by uplifting us 
and they don't mm-hmm. want to see us uplifted because they're afraid of how far and how great we can be. So if right. we all are a pivotal piece, they can't get rid of all of us because they need us. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So in terms of that, it should not, I don't think it should ever be just a sole leader. Yeah. We all need to come together as a community. You know, our ancestors and, you know, the people in the past have teamed up against, you know, other obstacles that we've had together. It was never just one. And when they knocked out one, you can't knock out the rest of us. We still going. So, um, right. And that, that, that's the thing, because true leaders influence. They don't dictate. Mm-hmm. And right. to be a community, you have to influence each other. Mm-hmm. You can't have, we can't be sheep. Yeah. We can't, we can't be sheep at all. So like this quote that I wrote down, you know, people will always forget what you say, but not how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. So we need true influencers out there who know that they have gifts and can spread those gifts. It could be any trade. It could be counseling, education, like you said, mentoring, anything. As long as you can influence good, then you're going to put good into the community. Mm -hmm. And fellowship is much greater than following. You don't have to be the Instagram model, the most popular person with all the likes and all the followers, they could be the shittiest people in real life. Mm-hmm. You can have, you can be the person with only 200 followers, but you're mm-hmm. impacting thousands of lives because once you touch and influence one life, mm-hmm. how you made them feel and what knowledge you gave them and what you mentored them on, they're going and reproducing that and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true leadership. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just felt like I gave something on- right there. Oh! <laughs> just putting other people along as well like your one specialty doesn't have to be the most important as well putting another person on and letting other people know about their specialty like we said about mm-hmm. supporting other you have to be able to support the community as well and then that shows leadership as well because now you're teaching people who are younger than you and maybe even older than you how to uh, effectively go throughout the black community and that could be a form of leadership as well. Mm-hmm. So just making sure that you're putting other people up on information. It could be the smallest of things. You making them feel good. You giving them love. You giving them, you know, positivity. Any of these things can make you a leader. You know what I'm saying? So just use that to your advantage into helping making this community better because we could do it. It's not that we mm-hmm. can't, and it's not that we need somebody to solely speak for us because we all can speak. We all see the stuff that we lack in or that we need to do better in. Now it's taking the things that we lack in and having the solution and actually applying it. And once we all do it, it all makes an impact and everybody will get it together once that is done. So leadership can be in so many forms. So don't ever think that you are less than because you can only give this certain amount. No, that certain amount might be what we need or what somebody Mm -hmm. needs to be able to fulfill what they have to do and then pass it forward to somebody else. So, you know, it's, it never has to be just one person. I don't ever want people to ever to think we just have one person. We solely need to have somebody speak for us because that's not the case. But Mm -hmm. um, 
if you find yourself having a platform, you need to speak positively and continue to be a true leader because you do have other people looking up to you and, you know, but you're not, I don't want people to solely like praise these people and expect them to have, you know, everything together as well, because these people are also humans too. They mess up, you know, we can't put everybody on a a pedestal and expect them to have it all together. They're just getting it together like you are, you know what I'm saying? They just have a different platform than you do, but everybody plays a part. And I think that if everybody plays their part, we'll be better off. We'll be better. We'll, we'll, we'll increase in our divine energy and just get better. So yeah. I like that. I mean, and that honestly, y'all that wraps it up, but Look, the black community is an interchanging web. Mm-hmm. And that interchanging web, I, I think I call it a funnel in the beginning, but really it's so complex that we need to look internally mm-hmm. in order for us to produce externally. And that will be a ripple effect in how we build the black community. So it 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 starts out in the home. It starts out with yourself reflecting, giving your family love, giving yourself love supporting mm-hmm. one another sharing knowledge protecting one another and then doing what you can to influence and lead others that mm-hmm. that's the black community right there and yes we mm-hmm. critiqued it but we know that there's so much good and so much change already happening mm-hmm. that i'm 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 excited i'm excited to see what our generation can do yeah, we're definitely improving from what the past used to be. And I'm excited to see that as well, because I think we're in this period of time where we're just tired of seeing the same shit over and over again. And we're ready to break that cycle of this toxicity. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm saying it today. Um, we're just breaking that. <laughs> we're just breaking that up because it's just it's tiring. It's draining and it's not something that we want to continue and see for the future years when we're not here so um like brianna said each one of these topics that we spoke about today they play a pivotal part in our community and when one is missing or multiple are missing then it messes up the entire thing so it's not to say that we are meant to be perfect as a community because everybody has their issues Everybody has mm-hmm. their problems, but we need to get out of this mindset to where we are so critical of what's going on, but we also need to start applying the solutions to these things that we are so critical about. So Preach. making sure that that is top priority is very important and having the conversation. You'll never know what, what another person is thinking or how you can improve something if you don't talk or have a conversation with each other. And it's okay if you need to learn how to support or you need to learn how to love or you need to learn how to do these things that people are already expecting of you. It wasn't given to us, so we didn't know how to go about it. So take the time that you need to learn about it and provide that knowledge, like we said, and learn things about yourself and your community and how you can do better and then apply it. And mm. then I promise you, like, I, I can't wait to see how far it's going now, especially with our youth and, you know, the generation before us, they're starting to get it together. They're knowing of it, but it's, it's take, once somebody's already kind of like set in their way, you kind of got to 
you move yeah. on from that. Once they start getting older, <laughs> you can't really go past that. But you know, that they're the the acknowledging is the first step. So if you acknowledge that you need to do better in your community or you need to do better in self-love or you need to do better with supporting or you need to do better protection or you need to be a better leader, that is the first step. So make that first step. Everybody can get better as a person. So just continue to do that. Spread positivity, not just negativity. And keep it pushing, y'all. We going to make it as a community. I got faith in us. Hey, as Kendrick Lamar said, we gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. We gonna be all right. Cause if God got us and we got us, we gonna be all right. If you're not a Christian, you can substitute God for whatever you want—a horoscope, whatever. <laughs> Allah, Allah, whatever. Disclaimer, whatever you the like. Sentiment, <laughs> because this is all in the film, you know. <laughs> Disclaimer: We gonna be all right. Because if God got us and we got us, we're going to be all right. It's, it's that simple. We have to have each other's back. Yep. So, Kamari, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This was actually really, this is really fun. It's been a long day, but I, ooh, this conversation was much needed. I appreciate yeah. you, fam. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. We don't mm-hmm. want this to be a down episode. We want it to be refreshing no. to ears and just to take notes and, you know, to improve. It's always refreshing to improve. So, yeah, I had no problem with doing this. Yes. Well, fam, happy Black History Month to everybody listening. But just remember that Black history is American history. And Black people, we celebrate each other 365 days of the year, not just for 28. Okay? Peace and blessings. Love y'all. That's a wrap. Love y'all. I truly hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I hope you gained some insight and I hope that you weren't too butthurt over the critiques, but I hope that you understood the solutions and the great things that is already happening in the black community, but just know that we can do better. We can really do better. If you're not black and you're listening to this, I hope that you can understand that, look, black folks don't have it all figured out, but we still love each other. And at the end of the day, we all we got. Black folks, we are all we got. And again, to reiterate, what makes a black community is self-love, support, protection, knowledge, and leadership. And just know it takes all of us to do our part. So I hope you guys enjoyed this two-part Black History Month special. We will be going on a hiatus because we are in pre-production for season three. We just finished script writing, um, planning. We finalized all our guests for season three. And now we are going to start filming and recording those episodes and videos. So tune in for season three on July 1st, 2021. We have some exciting things 
upcoming, some cool topics, some amazing people that we're going to talk to. I'm super excited to launch that season. So bear with us. Um, But yeah, let us know what you thought about the Black History Month episodes. Okay. Um, Follow us at allinthefam.fam on Instagram and subscribe to us on YouTube, All in the Fam, and subscribe to us on whichever podcast platform you listen to, um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So yeah, I'm Brianna. I hope you guys have a great rest of your February. Um, We may have a little video out on Valentine's Day. Mm, Maybe. We'll see. Other than that, I love you guys. Have a great day.